This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Pleasure now, though, uh, to welcome into the show Stacey Jones. Uh, g'day, mate. How you doing? How's Hawks Bay this morning? Have you, are you rugged up? Good morning, uh, Ricardo. Yeah, it's, uh, it's beautiful, actually. It's, it's a little bit chilly, but... Uh... Yeah, no, it looks like it's going to be a, uh, a ripper of a day. So, um, yeah, good to be down here and, um, yeah, excited for, for what's going to be happening over the weekend. Yeah, nice, Stacey. Can't wait. I'm getting down there this afternoon too. Um, looking forward to the game tomorrow night. Mate, just uh, give us an update on Luke Metcalf. On Volkman, like the finger didn't recover, Metcalf brought in, or has it always been this um, that this change was going to be made? Yeah, look, it was a tough call. Um, obviously, Ronnie... Um, you know, has, has done a pretty good job, but we just feel that, that Luke's ready to play. Um, his style probably suits uh, playing alongside Sean more than, than Ronnie does. Ronnie's a, an on-the-ball half, you know, like and yeah. he, he plays very similar to Sean, and, and um, we feel that with Luke's speed, he will complement um, Sean better. He, he played outstanding in the, in the reserve grade game a couple of weeks ago, um, and he's been chomping at the bit, so uh, we just feel that he's a better fit um, uh, than, than, than Ronnie at the moment. For this game, mate. Just um, you've obviously got no Dills Walker come off the bench with that that nice little pass. Who pl- who plays that role for you? And of course, Freddie Lussick, He's got no cover at hooker. Who's 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 that person that if he needs a break, gives him a bit of a break? Yeah, a couple of big losses there. Uh, you know, walks uh, broke his toe early in the week training. Um, so we'll, we'll just have to rely more on on, on our skipper Toru Harris. Yeah. The way he plays, he. No, he plays 80 minutes. Um, ideally, we'd like to give him a rest at some stage, but uh, yeah, he, he'll just play that role, that, that middle ball playing forward that, that's so important in the game these days. And obviously, uh, uh, Freddie's played played pretty good footy, so um, he'll play some big minutes. But Bailey Surinan can, can do a bit of cover there uh, if need be. So yeah, a um, couple of big losses there with Walks and, and, and Wado. Stace, you've played behind some really good forward packs, you know, throughout your career, um, at, both at the Warriors and especially for our our national team. And I asked the question earlier this week of Aidan and Tohu uh, where they rated this forward pack. Like, where do you rate the forward pack at the moment, mate? Because they're pretty good. They're really good. I think Aidan, Aidan's form at the moment is, you know, top top two or three pop props in the game. You know, if he was eligible for State of Origin, he'd surely um, be, be playing there. So, uh, um, and Tohu is on top of his game. So, I mean, this forward pack at the moment is really good. You throw in there Murata, um, a, a, an outstanding um, buy for the for the club to get him in there. And just his size, and you throw in someone like Dylan Walker and and Bunty's form has been, been pretty solid of late. So, um, you know, then you get back Mitch Barnett, hopefully not too far away and, and she looks like a uh, pretty formidable forward pack. Mate, you, you, you obviously, you know, you were head coach last year and, and, you know, kept the team together 
under those uh, COVID circumstances, which we all all know about. So what's well, you know, you're halfway through the season now, Stace. What's the biggest change that you can put down to compared to last year? Oh, there's lots of changes that, that's happened, Kempi. Oh, you know, obviously, um, um, what Webby's brought on board, everyone's buying into. There's energy around the group's positive. Um, a big one is being home. Um, there's been a massive um, bonus for us to just have your own your own gymnasium, your own training facilities and, and, you know, obviously people at the office staff around the club, you know, the energy rubs off on on the group and um, and I reckon also the buys that we've bought, we've bought, first of all, I reckon the club's bought good people, you know, yeah. and then, then their talent um, is second. So, you know, like I said, the players we've bought, Murata, you know, first and foremost, a, a really good person, Chance, Nooker Clockstad, really good person, Dylan Walker, really good person, to Mighty Martin again, <laughs> an outstanding person, and and then you throw their footy talent, and it just you know rubs off on the group. But you know, uh, you know Webby's doing an, an outstanding job with this group too. Stacey mentioned Mitch Barnett there as well. I mean, he started the season playing prop uh, out of Newcastle. He was playing a lot of second row. From the outside looking in, you know, you mentioned Adam, but it, it does feel like we're a little bit short in that maybe in the propping department. Uh, is is that a target for the club going forward to to find another sort of line bender, big body up the middle? Yeah, it's a fair call. Yeah, it certainly is. Um, you know, the game is not based around seventeen players. It's probably based around more more thirty players that you need, and you're always going to have injuries. And and we've had our fair share of injuries this year. At Touchwood, we don't get. You know, too many more going forward. So um, you certainly need um, the big boppers and the group that's um, been doing the job week in, week out has done a pretty good job, but we certainly need, you know, one or two more that, you know, that can put their hand up and play at this level. The other bloke I forgot to mention too was Jazz Tavanga, you know, a person that's, um, you know, been out for, for a while in this group and we certainly get him back and, you know, we go another level with this group of uh, forwards. Yeah, J- Jackson Ford out there too. Um, Stace has been, oh, I'd say, your player's player on a number of occasions this year already. Um, he's a good, he's a good kid, a big body. He's just a one one person I, I'd guess that you you work with and just gets a job done. Yeah, sorry, another person I forgot to mention that an off season buy and, and again a, a top bloke uh, first and foremost. What what Jackson does is, is all those areas that you know, a lot of people don't see the real effort areas. You know, he plays. 80 minutes, um, and his effort areas are second to none. We, you know, we we have a, a KPI in our in our group with um, the effort stuff, and, and he's topping it every week. And, and the players really uh, really love playing alongside him. You know, and uh, he, he reminds you of that player that you know that was in the team when, when you were around Kemp, of, of Campo. You know, yeah. that sort of player that just does the the gritty stuff and just gets on and does his job. Stacey, this morning we've been asking the question, we, we have this thing called the Can't Wait Question of the Day, uh, and the Can't Wait Question of the Day today has been about Roger Tuivasa-Shek. He's not in the Blues 23 this week, uh, he's not listed as being injured or anything either. So the question has been, you know, will we see him in a Warriors jersey uh, before the end of 2023? Um, I don't expect you to comment on that, but uh, the one question that has come up in those discussions is, in this current Warriors side, where would he sit? I mean, you know, where where would you play him if he was available for you this season? Oh, look, I wouldn't know, but I'm pretty sure we'll find somewhere for him to play. <laughs> He's not playing Logan. Okay. Come on, cut him out, Rog. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, you know, he's he's an outstanding talent, Rog, you know, and um, you know, I'm, 
I'm sure if he came came over to to league uh, soon, um, we'd certainly find him a spot. Might take him a little while to, you know, get um, you know physically ready because it's different different games. Um, but yeah, if he was to come, um, yeah, I, I don't think uh, it'd be wouldn't be too difficult to um, to find him a spot in the in the group. So yeah, yeah, can't wait. Hopefully this year they let him go. We're telling <laughs> we're telling the Blues to let him go. Hey, Stace, another an, another another. Uh, Another winner for you, um, and this time it's not on the field. You and you and Cam George talking over a beer. You ended up in a horse, mate. That's just won recently. Just take us through that. What's the name of it? And uh, I hear it, it won its last race. Oh yeah, it's, it's having a rest at the moment, Kempe. It's um, its name's Quintessa, and I mean, we just got a small share in it. We were having a beer over in uh, Redcliffe last year, and he said, "Do you want to?" buy a share in a horse and I said well, I've had a couple of shares in a horse before and they've been hopeless no good and uh, <laughs> I'd had a couple too many bears and I said alright let's do it and then uh, yeah it looks looks pretty good so it's, it's early days but uh, yeah it's always pretty exciting when you're involved in a horse and especially when it wins its first race so uh, at the moment I think it's having a rest so uh, yeah, but but my punting on horses is not not too good, Kempi and Ricardo. I just you, yeah, I just get it best stay away from that sort of stuff. The, the donkeys that you have bought into in the past, how many of those has Kempi been responsible for, mate? <laughs> hey, Kempi, remember that we had one. We had one. We had one. Games at the Warriors. Yeah, we won its first race and then it got crook, and I don't know what happened after that. So. <laughs> we won't say what happened to it, but it did. It did yeah. win its first race in Avondale and get us paid. And uh, but that was. That's good to see you back in that game too, and with a, with the Tangerine Army, you you did set pick up some more winners because Mark Walker and the boys there they do know how to train horses, mate. Just down on Hawke's Bay, you know, and we've had all that tragedy down there uh, through the year and the rain, and and the people are just looking forward to this game. What does it mean uh, for the Warriors? And has the club spoken about going down there in Tohu's uh, Rohi to 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 take this game back to the people? What does it actually mean? Oh, it means a lot. Uh, last night, the first thing we did, we went straight to Tohu's Marae. Um, had a poor footy and had a kai in that with the with the, the, the people there. And you know, um, was certainly very special. And we we know, um, you know, what the, the 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 region has been through is devastating. You fly in and you just see all the orchards and, and you know where the floodline waters have been, and it, it's very devastating. So you know, if we can put a you know bring an NRL game here and put a little smile on the on the the people down here, then then that that's a, a small bonus that, that we'll be able to do, and hopefully we can, you know, bring more games here. Hopefully other NRL clubs will will support these sort of causes too. It'd be great to see Stace. Uh, it's quarter past seven. Now the little general Stacey Jones on the phone with us out of the Warriors. They take on the Broncos in the Hawks Bay this weekend. Stace Adam Reynolds, of course, uh, pivotal to what the Broncos do when he's not there. They really look a bit directionless. Um, how do you prep? Uh, for shutting down a bloke like Adam Reynolds because I watch him play and he's probably the one halfback at the moment running around in the modern game that reminds me of you. Um, so does that make it easier uh, for, for, for you guys to figure out what to do to shut him down? A lot, certainly a lot revolves around him, so there's no secret what's what's coming. and it's, it's limiting what he can do, you know. So um, his kicking game is, is near the best in the, in the comp at the moment, um, which, you know, for us, we know... You know what's coming. Um, it's one thing to stop it, though. I think he, he's, you know, given eighty percent of his tries are off, off, uh, off kicks, and and the players around him certainly know what they're doing. So we've certainly got to limit his time, and you know he's that player that gets him around the park. So I know that they've got some players out, but you know what he does, he makes you know players that probably don't have uh, a lot of talent or or ability, he makes them 
um, looked really good. Is it, is it a concern, Stace, that they've got so many players out, you know, five are in, or, in origin, um, that, you, that your players aren't preparing to take them uh, like they would if those five players were playing? Have you spoken about that? Oh, we spoke about it early in the week and, and didn't put too much energy into it. You know, we know that, uh, you know, they've certainly got some class players out, and um, uh, but we know that they've certainly got some players there that are, that are on top of their game at the moment. And, and you give three or four blokes an opportunity in, in this day and age, they know that, you know, this is make or break for, you know, some of their careers. So... Um, they've got players that are that are coming in. We've we've you know viewed them playing Q Cup and they're on top of their game. They're two of the young kids. You know it's one thing Broncos do do is you know when they have players out, they can certainly produce players, especially those young ones up in um, up in Queensland that they have a big sort of nursery for. So uh, yes, they have some past players out, but they're, they're bringing in some players that are playing really good footy. So we're we're certainly um, you know not taking our, our our eye off the ball on that one. Hey, mate, we just got a text message and uh, just to ask you a question around wh- why don't the Warriors target a young pl- prop from England? Because you watch the Super League, there's plenty of young big fellas running around there. Are they just not good mm-hmm. enough or is the hassle of moving them here too much? That's from one of our, our all-time callers, Mark. He's a mad self-supporter. Um, are you looking in England at the at the middle players? <clears throat> One good thing we do have here at the moment, and, and with our assistant coach, I should have mentioned he's he's sport a lot. Here's Rich Agar, mm. and he knows a lot. You know Rich Kempe. Yeah. Um, he certainly uh, his knowledge of the game is second to none, especially up in in England. So yeah, he is looking up there. It, it's just a it's a difficult thing, you know. A is getting them to want to come here, and B I know there's there's different sort of transfer fees. They all go come into play. Yeah. So we are certainly looking up there. Um, but it's not as, as clear-cut as, um, as what it is trying to get them down here. Yeah, Good stuff, Stace. Hey, listen, mate, thanks very much uh, for getting up early and, and taking a call. Really appreciate your time. and uh, Enjoy your time in the Hawks Bay, and best of luck tomorrow, eh? Yeah, thanks, guys. Can't wait. Um, hopefully it's going to be a uh, a big day and, and uh, you know, get a good crowd there and, and, you know, the Warriors, the boys can put on a on a good performance. Yeah, indeed. Apparently, uh, our mate Marshy in the Hawks Bay reckons the weather's going to be a blinder, so uh, you should have a nice firm track as well to run around on, uh, which would be fantastic. Good stuff, Stace. Go well. Brilliant. Thanks, boys. Cheers. Cheers. Stacey Jones here with us. It is uh, 19 past seven. And, uh, yeah, Kempe, uh, he, he certainly didn't write off the idea of Roger coming back, did no, he? No, no, no. He doesn't give it too much away, Stace, now. I think he had too, he's had too, too much experience in front of those presses from being head coach <laughs> last year. Um, but, yeah, I, I like this, the, this Stacey Jones, the coach, Stacey Jones. He's really calm and collected. He's got his experience. Me, personally, I think he should be coaching the Kiwis. I don't know why they've uh, um, given Madge Maguire uh, that role again through to the World Cup. Stacey Jones, I think, had done his time and was was um, at least should have deserved the opportunity to apply for that Kiwis coach's jobs. But, you know, you never know what's going to happen in the future. Uh, great chat from Stace this morning. And I'm, I'm guarantee you they're prepared well to, to go down there and try and get this uh, two points off the Broncos tomorrow night. Yeah, it's going to be a great game. Uh, 0800-150-811. You can call us any time at double eight double three with our can't wait question of the day around Roger Tui Vasashek as well. We've got more of those to come, and we're still taking more, so keep them coming through. Up next, though, Kempe is going to go off the back fence. It is 7.20. You're listening to Izzy and Kempe for breakfast, thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrance.